Well, kia ora, and welcome to the Dawn Chorus on the Kaka. I'm Bernard Hickey, and today, on Monday, the 14th of June, let's turn down those kaka so they're not too loud. There we go. The main news today is that NZTA has quietly told councils to expect less money this year than they were originally expecting. Got stories on Stuff and RNZ confirming that budgets for councils will be cut on transport. That's really going to make it life difficult for them as they finalise their budgets for 2021-22. The problem, I think, is that it also makes it much more difficult for the government and for councils to achieve their climate change aims if they're having to continually cut back on spending on public transport, on cycling and on roads. This is at a time, too, when, remember, the government has $40 billion in cash sitting in its account with the Reserve Bank, the Crown Settlement Account. This is uh, NZTA, which is supposed to only spend the amount of money that it gets every year from fuel taxes and road user charges and the like, and that's designed to deal with maintenance. The problem is that over the next 10, 20 years, we're going to have to spend a lot of money on capital and particularly on public transport. And one of the whole problems that NZTA has with the National Land Transport Fund is that it's hypothecated. That means it's dedicated to spending mostly on roads because it's collected from fuel taxes from cars that use those roads. And so it's quite difficult to redirect that money into public transport. And this is going to be a problem, particularly as we move towards more electric and hybrid cars. They're not going to be spending so much money on fuel, and we create this sort of a reverse uh, feedback loop, which means that the faster you want to get to um, zero carbon, the harder it is for the government to spend more on public transport, cycling, and walking. Meanwhile, over the weekend, the government has announced a revived feedback scheme. You might recall a couple of years ago, um, late, the Labour-led government with New Zealand First talked about this, and it was quietly dropped after New Zealand first said no, and after National ran a campaign saying that the feebate scheme, which is where you charge some money of fees for uh, larger cars and cars with petrol and diesel engines, and then you shift that money with a rebate to people who buy electrics and hybrids and more efficient cars. When National uh, uh, argued this was a car tax and did a social media campaign, which was very effective, saying people with double cab utes would in the suburbs, tradies would be paying for fancy pants, latte sipping Chardonnay drinkers in Parnell and Ponsonby buying electric cars, particularly Teslas and new Nissan Leafs. Well, we've got a, a more detailed version of the scheme out over the weekend. Of course, no New Zealand first, so Labour and the Greens have pushed this through. Uh, National have jumped right onto it and said this is a reverse Robin Hood type of tax. And it will mean that tradies in the suburbs pay for fancy electric cars for those living in Parnell this time. So the phrase they use is uh, taxes on people in Papakura to pay for people in Parnell to buy fancy cars. Uh, we'll see how this um, this works out, but it could turn into one of those showerhead moments, uh, an anti-nanny state campaign that really um, brings into focus the lack of... Um, realistic thinking from the government and lots of people, including lots of voters, who think that somehow we can achieve the carbon emissions reduction we need without any real change in the amount of money that we pay in taxes or 
the um, size of government. So this is designed as a fiscally neutral scheme. Again, um, how we achieve just uh, transition to carbon zero without some sort of um, shift of wealth and income from the rich to the poor, I just don't know how you do that. The government's going to keep trying and it risks being caught between uh, uh, two places and hammered um, by National on, on this one. Elsewhere, over, overnight and overseas, the G7 summit has wrapped up and America uh, has managed to get some support for its um, plan for an investigation into whether there was a leak from a lab in Wuhan which caused the COVID-19 outbreak. Also, the leaders agreed on a bunch of um, donated doses of COVID vaccine to poorer countries, but it wasn't the one billion doses that everyone was hoping for. Now, looking out this week, I'm all about watching interest rates and house prices, and this week's a big one for the US Federal Reserve, the world's most important central bank and the world's largest economy. It's going to make its decision on Thursday morning uh, for this month, and there's a special focus on whether the Fed will start talking about tapering of quantitative easing, i.e. the money printing. They're currently doing $120 billion US dollars of money printing and bond buying every month, and that is um, that is what's supporting the market at the moment. The concern is that we will see uh, a tapering and a taper tantrum like the one we saw in 2013, which caused the bond markets to get themselves into a real tangle. In recent weeks, the bond markets and financial markets have basically said, OK, we believe the Fed. The Fed says this inflation surge we're having at the moment is temporary. We're not going to fight the Fed. And let's just watch them closely. And that will be the key, whether the Fed loses its nerve, so to speak, and starts talking about tapering soon, or whether, as most economists expect, they continue to see interest rates near zero on hold until well into 2023, so a couple of years away. Now, that's unlike our Reserve Bank, which at its last big um, forecast talked about putting up interest rates next year. That would make it the first Reserve Bank in the developed world to actually go ahead and do that. We'll see whether that works out. Hey, that was the Dawn Chorus. I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka. We'll talk again. Uh, we'll talk again tomorrow uh, on Tuesday, June the fourteenth. Let's see if I can bring back my Kaka here. They were there. I can tell you. Thank you very much. <laughs>